0: Was your hot girl summer. I don't know what that means. You haven't heard this term? No. On Instagram? What it's it? like I think I don't know, some some girl made a song about it being a hot girl summer and now it's like a
1: like Lady Gaga or something or Yeah
0: no, Wonder. and now it's like the hot hot girl fall. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm kinda wondering what any of that means. Should I get a yeah. coaster? It's too loud sitting that down. No,
0: you're fine. I got the I got the the gain on low, so we can be a little bit louder. Hey, all right. Does that mean you want me to
1: speak up? Am
0: I loud enough for you? I think you're loud enough. That's nice. So, um, for those of you joining us for the first time, my name is John Staley, and I'm here with my good friend, Walter Schmidt. Hello. (laughs) Uh, We're recording on location in his apartment his house? house well it's a house it's, it's a like cottage. a cottage yeah yeah it's a
1: one bedroom cottage it's one bedroom one bedroom it. cottage It's cottage. Size. cottage
0: yeah perfect size um, well, my
1: books it's, are
0: here it's like stepping into a um like a time machine <laughs> yeah to about oh because you found my 16 my Z- years ago Zeno
1: or Zune or whatever that thing well
0: not only you have all the the books which you don't see in a lot of people's houses the, anymore you don't see so many books but yeah. um there's your computer from about <laughs> Have you gotten that thing up yet? to from 2006.
1: Um. Well, all three of them. Yeah, they're all up and running now. Okay. There's three of them over there,
0: the three hard drives, and so it's just there's there's a very um nostalgic turn of the century vibe. There really is. <laughs> if you think about, grinder. it. The, well, the, the, I was saying I was thinking the turn of the 20th century, but yeah. that or the 21st century. But yeah, century. and then was
1: it a Zune thing that you had? What I don't know what that thing's called. Well, yeah, it was just like a little black. It's like an MP three player, which people But yeah, it was like before those. Or mm-hmm. maybe it was after it was like the cheap knockoff one. Mm-hmm. It's really light and like it feels like it's hollow plastic. Like there's, it feels like it's insi- gonna break. there's no break insides of it. Yeah. Mm hmm. So want a small um, chip.
0: I don't know what we're gonna talk about today. I mean and, and how's how's uh how's the bar business? Is it still brisk? Yeah, it's
1: good, you know, people are still buying wine, they're really enjoying
0: it. Wine is good. Um I saw a thing at Applebee's, I think it was, and they're doing what they're calling, have you, have you seen this thing where they do like $1 margaritas or $1 Mai Tais? No,
1: that sounds awful.
0: So for the month of October, so it is, it is, we're recording this on October 1st. October
1: 1st, my birthday's coming up.
0: Yes, that's also what we're going to talk about here. Okay. By the time this show airs, it will have been your birthday and you will have been one year older. Yes. Um... And how do you feel about that?
1: Oh, it's not good, John. It's not good at all. <laughs> Tell me I why. I wish <laughs> you would stop. I don't want to be 41. That's insane. Oh, you're only 41? I thought you had like 42 or something. Is it 42 now? I, I don't honestly know. don't know. I always thought it was peculiar when I would ask my father how old he was. And he's like, I don't know. Ask your mother. Like, <laughs> I'm like, how is that possible? Like, my birth, you know, when you're a kid, your birthday is so important. Like, mm-hmm. you look forward to your birthday all year long. What year were
0: you born? 78. You'll be forty-one, right? Because it's nineteen, right? Okay. Um. Yeah. So, what are, what are we doing? What are you doing for your birthday? Well,
1: we're going roller skating. With Rowner Park, we're gonna. Um, I guess that's the closest skating rink. Tasha was trying to like get me to go ice skating at one point or so. Or maybe it was you. Somebody said ice skating is like much better. It's more of an adult activity. But fuck that. Like you fall on ice, it's way harder. So, just...
0: I gotta tell you, I'm a little trepidatious about the roller skate thing. I'm we're coming to your party. You're not as big as you used to be, you
1: lo- you know I understand. You're gonna you know but I can't a lot, fall a, lot, right? a far fart a lot? Fart a lot. No, I mean like harder you fall, like the bigger you I are,
0: understand, but... but I also can't
1: afford an injury. You're not gonna get hurt. It's the children will be doing this. I like, un- well they're lighter and they're closer to the and ground they're under than their under their, insur- their parents' insurance.
0: <laughs> All I'm i I'm we're coming. You're not gonna skate. Rashida and I are gonna come. You're not
1: gonna skate. Gonna I don't know, man. man.
0: Oh. I'm. I might. I might. I'm not. I'm not saying that I won't. I'm just telling you that I'm very trepidatious about I it. Understand. I understand. Because I don't remember the last time I roller skated. Like me I don't either. And so, what sparked I,
1: this? Just I don't know. Just I don't know. I was just thinking about it one day. I was like, it's been a really long time. You know, the music and it's, I don't know. It's just fun. Okay. And it's 70s theme. So okay. I just found that out. Bell bottoms and whatever. So now bring, I need to go. Bring knee pads and stuff. Pad it up. We'll get you some shin guards and stuff. Ankles. All right. I, Wrap your ankles up. I don't want to make you're you a promise. Gonna, I you're can't. Not, you're not going to get hurt.
0: I appreciate your assurance. I'm just a little nervous. That's all. Yeah. But um, so we're doing a roller skating. Uh-huh. How was your ankle? Dirt doing? Dirt. That was like a couple well, that's, years ago. Was that... Well, my ankle's fine. I just I need to because I have that I have that thing injured. at the end of the month, and I don't want to be injured in the slightest. Understood. Because of something,
1: you won't be injured. <laughs> So I might injure you. I'm just yes. going to Tanya Harding you. I'm going to wait for you in the dark and just mm-hmm. take out your little ankle. Did
0: you see that movie, I, Tanya?
1: No, did they make it a was movie great. about that? Yeah, Margot Robbie plays uh, Tanya Harding. I don't know who that is, but that
0: sounds She's crazy. a sexy Australian actress. She was in, um, did you see The Wolf of Wall Street? Nope. What have you been doing? <laughs> watching The Princess Bride again? No, I've been watching Bones. I got, oh, okay. I got
1: the entire series on dvd and i'm up to season eight. Well just... oh, that's the other thing about this being the the time time warp is all the dvds <laughs> my enormous <laughs> dvd library mm-hmm. well the thing is like you know the internet goes out and you know it's like what are you gonna do you're all gonna come to me <laughs> did we talk about this before we may but? have yeah
0: but when the internet goes down, when the end of the world is here, people are going to be... Y2K, man. It's just around the corner. <laughs> you got to be ready. Um, bottles of water and DVDs. DVDs. So Applebee's mm-hmm. is doing what they're calling a $1 vampire drink. And I don't know what's, what's in the vampire drink. It's purple and... Um, the blood of the innocent. The blood of the <laughs> innocent. Um and so, basically, they give you this giant mug. It comes with um, vampire claws, like the or, um, teeth. teeth, the plastic teeth, yeah, and a maraschino cherry. Well, that alone is worth more than a dollar. It's so what's going into this drink? Rum, strawberry, dragon fruit, passion fruit, and a dash of pineapple. So it's a rum drink. It's a tropical drink for one dollar.
1: How do they find booze that inexpensive? You can't afford to
0: do that. I think the idea is to get you into Applebee's to spend money on the steak and chicken, and I don't know.
1: The food there is so tiny. It it's is always well the commercials because there's one over by the movie theater in Napa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So sometimes, like when Tasha and I are going to a movie or something, we'll like go out there and we're like, okay, we're hungry. We'll just hit the Applebee's, like just get shrimp. I just want some shrimp, and so we'll go in there, and they're like the tiniest, most the, the worst little tiny shrimp, and they give you like three. It's, I don't know, it's really upsetting. Because Sorry. on the commercial, they're, like, tossing the pan. It's like, oh, you can it's eat shrimp. It's like, okay, like, in there. but they what they don't tell you is, like, you have to wait, you know, between, it's like, okay, we're going to fire you. All you can eat shrimp, sure. we're gonna, Now we're going to fire you another, your next course of shrimp, and it's going to take another 15 minutes for those three shrimp to come out. And you're like, okay, eat those. You want to go ahead and fire the next one? Like, not until you finish that one, sir. And then it's like... Just keep them coming, please. Don't don't. No, I know, but serving suggestions but, but from you. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not how they're gonna do it though. It's like they're gonna make you sit there and see you pay money for drinks or what. I don't know. I don't know what their little scheme is, but I don't even know if they have all you can eat shrimp. But I don't it's all that. I wanted was some shrimp. I was really craving them. Yeah, I mean, I think deliver.
0: we're very we're very fortunate to live in a place that has a higher quality of restaurants. Mm-hmm. But a lot of places like Applebee's is.
1: The only thing open. The only thing open, right? Yeah, the high-quality restaurants aren't open at 10 o'clock when you want to eat, you know, right. before a movie. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. What do you think about drink specials? About. As a bartender, hours. I hate them. Right. I hate making them. I hate people who order them. I hate everything about them. They're not creative. It's like special sauce. It's like it's not... You know the Cosmo is a great drink lemon drops kamikazes you know these things have been made and sure there's a couple of new ones that have come out like the was it the guilty conscience or the clear conscience Mm -hmm. or whatever people are calling it that was great the tahitian holiday you know that was an old favorite the i'm a gimlet you remember that one yes i do i think i I still have a menu yeah a little vanilla gimlet Mm -hmm. tasty stuff you know it's happening out there but when you get into like yeah these dragon fruit have you ever eaten a dragon fruit john it doesn't taste like anything. No, it's garbage. I mean, it's I've like, had so it. It's, it's, just, not... it's a clever thing to say you're put in a drink, but it doesn't really do anything. I think, I mean, I feel like the dragon fruit has some sort of, like there's
0: some, it's high in some mineral or vitamin, something. A, it's like right? really healthy for but you. But it doesn't
1: taste like yeah. anything. Yeah. It tastes no, if like if you really want to get healthy, yeah, have a cocktail with uh, dragon the dragon fruit? fruit. Yeah, that'll <laughs> clear whatever it is right up. Um, Cures cancer. But I just, I always feel like
0: those dollar drinks are like, well, one, also, I think they did some expose on the Applebee's margarita, and they were coming in like five gallon buckets already pre-mixed, and mm-hmm. like, it was not,
1: that. well, they did a whole thing, I remember in, uh, when I was in culinary school, they somebody did something where they broke down the chicken McNugget from mm-hmm. McDonald's, and there's like, the meat to, to breading ratio was like, way off, like, it was like, there's hardly any meat in them at all, which is why they cost like a nickel, you know, so that's basically what we're talking about. It's like, sure, there's a there's a tablespoon of tequila in your little $2 margarita, but the rest $1. is sugar. $1. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: I, I just, I feel for anybody who has to work at Applebee's when they put these
1: drink specials on. and Yeah. I mean, if, God forbid, somebody tips you on a percentage, like, there's 20% of that dollar. Right. Like... And, I mean, I don't know, is that
0: is that more of the um, the standard these days? Because I hear, like, oh, you know, a dollar a drink. But if I'm going to a place, like, where you work and... If there's and... food involved,
1: I feel like you do the
0: percentage thing. But if it's a drink drink, then... So even if I get the $18 cocktail,
1: a dollar is acceptable? I mean, I'm a spoiled brat. So, yeah, it's annoying to me if you're gonna tip me a dollar. Yeah, like, I make, like, this guy... Because, again, specialty cocktails. So this... These people come up and they order six of my specialty cocktails, one of every damn thing off the menu. And it takes a bit of time. You're shaking all these stupid things and you're straining them and you put them all out. And a lot of thought went into them. And yeah, the booze is not inexpensive. And each drink is probably 16 to $19 where I work. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, their bill comes up to whatever. But yeah, it's only six six drinks. So they tip me six bucks, even though their, their bill is now over $100, you know? Yeah. So percentage wise, that sucks. But as a, as a regular bartender, if I was in a club, I wouldn't really expect that to be too different, but I would also probably have those drinks on the gun, or I wouldn't even make those drinks. You know, those drinks are available because it's a nicer establishment, because the idea is you want something really phenomenal to drink with your expensive food that you're having. You know, your right. thirty two dollar hamburger, you know, is gonna get a really, really amazing cocktail next to it if you don't want a glass of wine, of course. Well that's why here.
0: I think you go percentage with those
1: with, with specially if there's food involved, yeah, but
0: but I don't know. If I'm at a beer joint, you mm-hmm. know, and if it's just a beer, a then dollar a dollar beer. is fine. If I'm drinking vampires at Applebee's for the month of October for a dollar a
1: piece... And then tipping a dollar? I don't
0: know. I, I I feel like... Well, what about like
1: the Mad Fritz where I work? We're selling the, the bottles like 40 bucks, mm-hmm. right? So a dollar for that beer? Even though I just opened it, or are you going to go percentage and... Four dollars is 10%. I mean... Is that, re- I mean, because all I'm doing is opening a beer and handing it to you. I'm not really doing a whole lot. If you are sitting in, a, you're taking up a seat at my you're bar. You're taking
0: up a seat. You're in, I think a lot of yep. it has
1: to do with atmosphere. I think a lot of it has to do with where you're Expecting at. Expecting the average customer to consider all of those things about your atmosphere and your seat, like the real estate that we perceive mm-hmm. as real estate, that, that seat has value to me, right? As a dollar amount the restaurant. for every hour. Right, I can mm-hmm. flip that seat as many times as I want, or I can keep somebody in that seat, and the longer they sit there, the more you know, higher end wines they they are gonna experience. Like they start tasting things, they start trusting me, and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is a life changing wine." You are right, Walter. I trust you. And then you know, next thing you know, we're we're having filet mignon and futo for eighty dollars a glass, and they love it. But then there's you know, the other joker comes in and is like, just wants to sit there and drink mojitos. For sixteen bucks a pop and complain about them.
0: What's to the complain about a mojito?
1: I don't know. They always find something. It's too sweet. It's too sour. It's too much mint. Not enough mint. It's always there's always something wrong with a sixteen dollar mojito.
0: But I'm sure your mojito is Well, why would they so want delicious. to pay for it?
1: They drink half of it and then they send it back. They drink half of the next one. And they send that back. Now they've had a whole mojito and they don't have to pay for anything. It's a scam. They're all a bunch scammer's of scammers, John all of them not all of them there's got to be some nice people that you see there are a lot of really nice people which reminds me I gotta read that book damn
0: it what book is that
1: um what's it called let me grab it real
0: quick yeah please there's another one called Heads in Beds
1: Heads in Beds
0: it's about the hotel industry
1: it's pretty great so this is Um, the A Gentleman in Moscow okay I haven't read it yet but this these couple they're they're regulars of the hotel they come and they stay every few months Mr. Mm -hmm. and Mrs. Munt um and we were talking about this book. Like, we were just kind of chit-chatting. They weren't even at my table. I just went by to say hi to them. Um, oh, Munt and Kettle, they have different last names. It's odd, but it's funny. I don't know, they're a funny little couple. But we were talking about books and stuff. And they're like, oh, we're just reading this amazing book. You'd really like it. And I was. they started telling me about the premise. Like, this guy, um, with, like a count or something, um, ended up like, what's it called? Um uh, ex-patriot? Somebody I'm, who lives outside the U.S. Uh, well, uh, expatriate of, of his own country. It wasn't the U.S. He was a, okay. he was a count from his own um, country, Russia or something. He couldn't mm-hmm. go back, so he ended up being stuck in this hotel for years. So he ended up like working there and ended up like working his way up through the hotel and owning it. It was kind of like kind of reminded me of um, what was that a Wes Anderson movie about the Jarling The, the, the you know? Shielding Express, the Budapest Hotel. Budapest Hotel. Like kind of there was like that guy in the basement. Oh, you didn't see that one? It's really mm-hmm. good. The premise kinda of made me think of that. So I was like, Wow, this is amazing and the next day I had off. I had the next two days off. But when I came back to work on the third day, they had bought they went out and bought this hard copy book for me and brought it back with this little note that says, Can someone please give this to bartender Walter? It's like very Nobody's nice. ever done that for me before. I was I'm still blown away by it. And I that was months ago and I still haven't read it. And I feel really Have bad you seen it. them? Yeah, they came they came in about a month ago and they're like, So, how was the book? I'm like I haven't read it. My mom sent me a book and so I had to read that first, you know. It's You should get it on like Audible or something. You can just listen to it. They bought me the book. What re would that be
0: rude? They wouldn't know and then you'd be able to talk about it. I mean, I don't know. You have no honor. <laughs> then read the you? book. I'm going to read the book. I swear
1: I'm gonna read it. The very next yes. I'll read it tonight. The whole, the whole thing. thing. <laughs> cover to cover. You bet. As I would as like to next time.
0: My my word is my bond. <clears throat> Do you ever make like um do you ever make drinks special for people? Oh, all the like, time. Like yeah. when somebody says, "I mean, do you have? Do you either like have a go-to one, or do you actually come up with something?"
1: No, it has to be different because when somebody comes up to you and they're like, "Can you make me something special?" and you're like, "Sure." What do you mm-hmm. like? And you have to talk. I mean, because because everyone is different. It's like, well, what do you? What's your base spirit? And they're like, "What does that mean?" And you're like, "Well, I mean, we're going to do a rum. You want like rum, or do you like tequila, or vodka, or what?" You know, you let's start from the ground up, and then basically they build the cocktail by answering. All the questions about the lovely things that they love. Like, do you like mint? Do you like strawberries? Do you like blackberries? What flavor profiles? You want something sweet? Do you want something, you know, a little more spirit forward? Something chocolatey? Something dense? Something bitter? Should we put some amaro in there? You want something, mm-hmm. you know? Should we burn a little, you know, burn a little citrus on the end? So, yeah. Um, do you like name it after them or make it like. Cheryl's. They're delight, like, well, what are or... you gonna call that? It's like, oh I don't know, what's your name? And Tom's yeah, it's like, Temptation. Exactly. And yeah, something. Was, yeah. The Tommy Teeny. Right? <laughs> yeah, usually so, I just take their name and say Teeny at the end of it. But. So has anyone ever made
0: a drink for you?
1: With your name attached to it? No. I no? mean I I made one, but no, nobody else has. There I'm isn't a, the Conrad Royale is the only thing that I've What's in the Conrad Royale? The Conrad Royale. That's for when people come in and they, they want something sweet but not too sweet. They want something a little effervescent, maybe like a sweet. They want like, like prosecco, or but something sweeter than champagne. So what I do is I take um, half a portion, like a one ounce of um, Deerfield Gold, the the that late yeah, dessert wine, and then three ounces of uh, Domaine Carneros or Shroomsberry, some some local bubbles, and they love it. I Call it a Conrad Royale. Sounds delicious. Lemon twist? Anything? No. 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 Maybe Just, I will next time though. That's it should have a garnish, shouldn't it? Is it a cocktail, though? It's just two different wines that are... Well, the third, the third thing could be the garnish. I don't know.
0: But no, I technically... Well, then a, then a Key Royale is not technically a cocktail. It right. depends on what... Well, I, the liqueur, because the... But the dessert wine is taking the place of the liqueur in this particular
1: incarnation. Right, but I feel like the liqueur liqueurs would make it a cocktail, whereas the late harvest wine isn't really a liqueur, so it doesn't really count.
0: I suppose it depends. Champagne I don't know.
1: cocktail that's just sugar cube that's, and bitters right? now so, bitters okay. is well, higher proof but it has like a few dashes top, yeah.
0: it would depend if we're talking about proof then it's a matter of how, how much what percentage is the cassis versus what percentage is the late harvest wine because late harvest wines tend to be a little bit higher Right, they can be not always but I
1: mean I think maybe if we're going to define things the terms of these conditions then just having like the bitters in the there might be just a couple dashes but the proof is high so the fact that it's in there doesn't matter how much is in there, mm-hmm. but there is a high a distilled a distilled spirit. A distilled spirit would make a cocktail. Any amount, any yeah,
0: makes it a okay. cocktail. Okay, well, because I, well, I was asking you because I thought that there was a liquor that was made for you at the Starling. Oh
1: oh oh yeah. Well, that's not <clears> a drink. They just they make a liquor for me. It's just they make Cause they make Walter Mints. And so, what is Walter Mints? That what well, is so Fred Rumple Mints is what, one of the, my favorite things to drink when I go out sometimes, just because it has really high proof, and it's minty, and you know it doesn't make you smell like you've been drinking all night, and it um, it's just delicious. And but they don't have it there. The Starling, they don't do cheap liqueur. Like they don't have Kahlua. They make their own coffee liqueur. Like, they, okay. don't, they don't have things like that. They don't. They don't carry trash. You know? <laughs> so this this is they they manufacture their own liqueurs. So, yeah, they made me... Sorry, I lost a button. That's all right. Walter lost a button on the ground. That's all right. Are we going to be able to put it back on? I don't I don't honestly know. It's a snap. Uh-oh. And I don't mean really easy. <laughs> it's a snap. <laughs> it's, a sna- it's not a snap to put on. It's a snap that broke so off. So there's a guy who, um,
0: you know, if they Install can't... Install snaps? Well, if they can't do it, at, if they can't mend it at the um, cleaners, there's a guy at... Um, there's a guy named Vinny who is down in the uh, Sonoma Market uh, shopping center. How did it get in there? I don't know. Yeah. But so Walter Mints, anyway, yes. it's their version of Rumpel Mints, which right. is a high-proof peppermint schnapps. Right. And um, what? how does he make it? Do you know how I Fred... don't.
1: I think they just take really high-proof vodka and infuse it with the mint and then sugar. put a little sugar in there. Yeah, kind of okay. sweeten it up. I imagine. I don't really know huh. this process. I'm sure he wouldn't tell me. <laughs> but
0: um, no, and Fred. So Fred does all that kind of specialty oh, stuff. Oh yeah, and no, he's really good at
1: that. That's yeah. If that's where he you, the, no, person. I think actually Liz makes that one. Okay. Liz made that for me. She's the other owner. Yeah, um. we are both really talented mixology people. Mm-hmm. I don't like the term mixologist. Why not? I find it offensive, but it's it's offensive or pretentious or both. 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 But I mean, if if somebody wants to call themselves a mixologist, it's great. Yeah, go ahead. I'm a bartender. What what is the
0: difference? What, how would you define? What is the difference? Mixologist between...
1: Mixologist is a wormy little prick that wears a handlebar mustache and a little vest and will argue with you and correct you and you know hem and haw about the drinks that you want. Like the little the little bastards up at a, what was that place called up on the hill? Not canon. Up by oh, shoot two story place in Seattle maybe. It was there after you left. But knee high. They, up from knee high, like farther up, like on 7th, I think, um, they have like a upstairs. Like if you want to go to like the special room, you have to like call on the phone and like they have like three seats upstairs. You can get in. But anyway, I went into this place and I was like, my litmus test for bartender, if I, if I want to see what they got going on, mm-hmm. is the Cosmo. Because mm-hmm. if you can't make a Cosmo, I'm not really interested in your other failings. You know, like if you can't get a well-balanced Cosmo out of you. So I ordered this Cosmos from this kid. And he's like, oh, no, no. Don't you want one of our... And he's, like, motioning to his thing. I was like, no, no. I really just want a Cosmo. He's like, but this drink over here, I'm like, look, I really... You know, man, I just... i kind of been in the Cosmo. I just want to see your Cosmo. How about you just make me a good Cosmo? And he's like, all right. And he starts, like... He gets starts muddling fresh cranberries and, like, oh, I'm just, like... Twit. Little... Yeah, he had a handlebar mustache and he had a little vest... And he wasn't gonna make me the drink that I wanted. He was gonna make me the drink that he wanted me to make. Or me to drink. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's what they do. It's like they don't they're not there to serve me. They're there to serve their own little egos. Take your ego out of my drink. <laughs> it's disgusting. <clears throat> it tastes terrible. It tastes
0: terrible. Your ego's disgusting. So a bartender is a is a consummate host yes.
1: regardless of the situation. Absolutely. We can handle just about anything. If I just want a Bud Light. Yeah, absolutely, man cold glass for you you bet
0: yeah um yeah i i would agree with you 100 percent. i don't think there's any need for people to to try and infuse or inflect or
1: their own values on their your own mind. values of what people like, I'm just trying to have a drink with my friends man yeah it's supposed to be fun why are you sucking the fun out of this Mm-hmm. Or if you mispronounce something like These these jerks were like, oh, can I get some, um, you know, a little maraschino liqueur in there? It's pronounced maraschino. Like, oh my god, I just want to fucking slap you right now. It is pronounced maraschino. Or maraschino, actually. If you look (laughs) online, it says maraschino or maraschino. It's potato, potato. But nobody ever says potato. What are those little red cherries called that you put on Sundays? Those maraschino cherries, are they? No. Nobody calls them that. That's stupid. Nobody That's says, pretentious uh, nonsense. Nobody says Erster either? They don't. Well, some, actually, I was. I made that comparison to some old guy. He's like, well, you know, on the East Coast. I was like, oh, okay. So apparently there's somewhere on the East Coast the way they say Erster. I haven't been there yet, but mm-hmm. apparently these people are out there. So it's important to just be a... Let people say what they, you know. Like, if somebody mispronounces a wine, I don't correct them. Do you ever... Well, so when I would... When somebody would mispronounce
0: something... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't correct them. I would just say it correctly. I would just say, "Oh, so I'll get you a glass of the uh, uh, Chardonnay." Oh, they're like, "Yeah." Well, they'd be like, "Oh, can I get a glass of the uh, the Marquesin? and I'm like, "No. Oh, so a glass of Marcusin for you."
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. That's usually my way of. I was like, "Hey, is there any more of that
1: Marcassin back there?"
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm not. I'm not insulting them. I'm just. See, having I. I don't even.
1: I mean, I don't feel like that's rude. What you're doing. Um. But I don't even do that. I mean, I don't, I just don't say it. I won't repeat it. Mm-hmm. If it comes up in conversation around, like if I'm talking to another, like, hey, can you check if there's any marks in back there? You know, like I'll say it subtly so as not to like embarrass them. You know, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't, because yeah, even the people that they're with don't need to necessarily know that they're an idiot.
0: <laughs> you don't want to well, embarrass like, there's them a, in
1: front of their friends? Like there's a bartender that I work with where she says, uh, Pinot Noir everything else is fine she's like hello how are you how would you like a glass of pinot noir it's like <laughs> what just happened to you like are you having a stroke right now <laughs> like whoa. yeah, yeah whoa, pinot noir it's pinot noir right i mean like it's a soft mm. r you don't say pinot noir but yeah you do there is an r there and you you it has value it does like this horrible girl that i worked with uh, not worked with in culinary school again no accent i don't even think she's ever been to france but like we'd be in the kitchen doing stuff she's like hey walter could you hand me the Bain Marie?" <laughs> like whoa dude like what just that like why are you saying it like that it's a bain marie dude it's cool uh-huh uh she's the same one that um uh, she corrected me one time uh i asked her to hand me the china cap which is a it's a it's a pointy fine mesh strainer yeah right? you're familiar big. with this thing and I was like, yeah, can you hand me the China cap? She's like, that's racist. It's called a chinois. And I was like, that's French for China cap, okay? Like, mm-hmm. chinois Chinoise. China. Right. So it's like, just saying it in, yeah, it's not racist. It's just what it's called, That's man. what it's called. It's a piece of equipment <clears throat> that we use. Can you just hand it to me now? When you're done with the Marie. if they're gonna change if they're gonna change it
0: in uh, Escoffier, then maybe we'll we'll talk about yeah. changing the name. But for now, I just need the
1: fine mesh strainer. Yeah, I mean that's what I call it now. I'm just like, can you just hand me the fine mesh strainer? Because <laughs> I don't I don't want to be called a racist anymore. I don't.
0: Um, you know what they say? If you uh, if you drink no noir, you pee no noir. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I'm gonna steal that tomorrow. You should. That's or no, I... I'm not working
1: tomorrow. But yes, oh, I will be stealing it.
0: Have you had any good dinners lately? Have you been to any good meals? Is there anything out there that
1: is... Yeah, I uh, went to Cafe La Hay again. Um, it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the... Uh, oh, what's that? The risotto with the prawns in it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, love that. I love his risotto. And uh, I had corn, which isn't my favorite, but... You don't like still... corn? I, I hate corn. I hate it. Tell me more. Uh, I like yeah. canned corn,
0: cream corn. I like all quick... of
1: it. No, God, just keep corn on it right. the cob because uh. it's it's becoming more popular. I've seen it like it's online. In... I like corn chips. I like corn bread. I think it's I think it's a texture thing. It's like um, it's like caviar. The, the fishiness doesn't bother me. The saltiness doesn't bother me. But it's that pop that like that little bursting thing that happens in your mouth when you bite into it. But I do like pomegranates. So I don't know. Pomegranates are more well, but you
0: don't. How do you feel about like boba tea? Is that it's gross? Bubble The tea bubble with the bubble I won't
1: put that in my mouth at all, ever, no.
0: But you like pomegranates, which... I do like pomegranates.
1: Is it that maybe that it's tart enough? That maybe. Yeah, there's something juicy and... I don't know. But I do hate sp- spitting out all those seeds. Do you swallow the seeds? Are of you a beautiful? pomegranate? Yeah.
0: I don't remember. I haven't eaten a pomegranate in years. I mean, I... Do you remember spitting out a whole bunch of seeds or swallowing No. Them? I'm sorry, I, I do think you I, I take a the call right now? I'm sorry. No. Are I'm we just... bothering
1: you? You... <laughs> We're sorry, folks. We're just going to take a quick break. while John, text messages, his little pizza, buddy. What is that? What are you doing? Um, I don't think that
0: I eat them. I don't remember. I don't know. They're they're a mess. I know that much. They, and are they a mess. stain everything. So they I do. think that's why I've avoided them. Yeah, I know you can get them in the little cups. They're fun when you're a little kid, but I think yeah. when you
1: grow up, it's done. But no street corn is just I've seen it more and more. Oh, with that mayonnaise and they put that tahini all over it. Yeah, know. I'm not. I can't eat corn. No, it's gross. Okay. Awful. I won't make you eat corn. Corn, bananas. bananas.
0: But I was bananas. pulling my phone out because I wanted to um read you this email. Mm. If I may. <laughs> I'll this is from away. uh Julie and she says, um, hi friends. Loving the show and have listened to them all, which is which is awesome. That's nice. Um, if you've listened to them all, I please. haven't even listened to them all. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I totally re- agree with your view on making ketchup. Just stop. Nice. Don't make ketchup. Keep the dream alive, Julie. Um. Keep the fight real. You, and what we talk about, which we often come to, I think. I think a reoccurring theme is ketchup and burgers. I mean, but making house made ketchup is a not waste necess-
1: of everyone's time. Mm hmm. Was it like teaching a pig to read? Right. Yes. It's a waste of time, and it annoys the pig. Yes. Um, she does, however,
0: have something to, to, she's got a bone to pick mm. with you, mm. or she's got something she's, um, she says, I must tell you that stevia is all natural, because you and I were having a conversation right. about we were talking versus about
1: stevia. Okay, what plant does the stevia come from?
0: There is a stevia plant that is super sweet. <laughs> okay. That's your next
1: sentence. <laughs> all right. I
0: haven't done all the research. Bring but, it, Julie. Let's uh, do this. <laughs> and that is what you are using. Personally, I hate the taste and drink my coffee black, but John away. Love you guys, Julie. So Add, away. add stevia oh, to my oh, coffee oh, because, because I add stevia, stevia to
1: my coffee. You're a little stevia monster. Yeah. <laughs> so she says there's an actual stevia plant. and When I see the stevia plant, I will lick the stevia plant and I will let you know if this is a real thing. Your birthday's coming up, isn't it? Are you going to buy me a stevia plant? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be a hanging one? I kind of want a hanging a plant. A hanging
0: stevia plant. I don't know. But I'd be curious. I mean, would it grow like like out in the yard? Big stalks, and you just pick it off as much as any imaginary
1: it. plant would, I suppose. <laughs> Pretty you sure you, you and Julia are in cahoots, <laughs> and you're both full of it.
0: That's what I. That's what I believe. <sighs> so it's only regular sugar for you?
1: Yeah, just regular sugar. Huh? Yeah, the fact that it's called regular sugar should tell you that that's all that we should do. Weird sugar, specialty sugar, no regular sugar. What about sugar in the raw? What's different? It's not as. It's kind of a waste of time. I don't. know. It doesn't melt
0: properly that's true but i always feel like after the end you know when you have your coffee and then there's a little chunks or like little pieces of candy at the bottom it's like a little surprise Do at the you end eat your... that little candy at the end sure little or candy... you suck
1: it up through the straw yeah you got problems <laughs> when i was a little kid i remember when it well it first became really popular i was were at sun river um the lodge uh, over in bend or near mm-hmm. bend oregon and uh, maybe it was new but it was new to us and like somebody had it but it was because the crystals were so much bigger it was fun to eat and so we'd run around and we we're just eating sugar and our parents didn't really know that there was hidden candy you know because it was like a bar and like the you know it's kind of like the the hotel here where there's mm-hmm. events and so we were there for the otla convention the lawyers convention So all of our parents were lawyers so we'd all go to those conventions so while our parents are dancing and dining and do all this stuff we're just running around stealing packets of turbinado sugar and eating them which was fun <laughs>
0: it is fun
1: <laughs> when you're six
0: right i don't know but we're not six anymore so no just, we are not just put we're... regular sugar in your coffee i'm because you're not a child though. i'm 42 and you'll be 41 you're a year older than me <clears throat> i'm one year older than you yes so i know you have to go soon oh, wait, but okay. yes i wanted to um offer i want to do this new segment okay i, think I mentioned it to you called Shoutouts and Shut Ups. Okay. And so I'm wondering if there's anything out there that you either want to give a shout out to or a shut up to. Okay. so I want to give, I'll give you mine first. Okay. Um, So I would like to give a shout out to um, Dirk Marshall. Do you remember this name? German guy? Dirk. No, not that guy. Oh, uh, Jenny's Dirk.
1: Friend Dirk. Yes, yes. Can they date for like a minute?
0: Yes, yes. Um, I like Dirk. So Dirk... Lives in Portland. Uh, Dirk is married, and Dirk makes hot sauce with his wife. No kidding. Yes, he also has a podcast that I um, I started listening really? to. Really, that's really great, that's and cool. I think you'll enjoy it. It's about old movies. Um, it's called U H Us. So the letter, or no, I'm sorry, V H Us. H. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, clever. That's clever.
0: V H Us. So basically, is me. no, I, I'm my, my mistake. So what he does is he takes um, an old movie, and there's a profession in it. Like one had a journalist, and he did one about the movie Teenage Witch, and he brought a witch on the show. Teen Witch, thank you. Oh man, that was Sabrina. Garbage. (laughs) So he, so one of the episodes, he brings, he talks
1: about Teen Witch. Teen Witch, and then he brought in, and then he had a witch come on an interview.
0: So he does these these intros about the movie. They talk about the movie. They go in into depth about like. Oh, is this accurate? Is this not? What does it mean to be a witch or a journalist or an ambulance? Was driver? that an actual
1: episode? Because I would like to hear the accuracy. I would like to hear this about the. Yeah,
0: he's got. There's several on there. So I, I mean, if you're looking for a new podcast to listen to, always. You know me. I <laughs> can't get you to listen to anything. I'm like, this
1: is right up your alley, Walter. Um, you're it, like, you I still don't know the time. projects
0: I'm working on. That's why you put it on like this. Somebody well, can't, I can't to this hear, right like, it now. It scares me.
1: I can't. I can't. <laughs> No, I can't have headphones on when I'm working. Like something can happen. Somebody could you don't have to sneak up behind me, or there could be a delivery. Walter, you're scared of delivery men while you're listening to I'm podcasts. Scared of delivery? No, I just I don't like like if I'm in here working on stuff. I can't. I don't like to not hear what's going on. Like if there's sirens or if somebody's pounding on my door. You know, like like if there's panic in the streets because Godzilla's coming. Like you don't want to be the last to know. Well, you, you, have your headphones. A, you don't you have a speaker in, here, in the movies. or you
0: put it on your phone, or I you put your phone a in a bowl? She done that speaker. trick? Where's the speaker at? You need See a it? speaker. You got two air conditioning units yeah. and yeah. a speaker. Um, but you put your phone in a bowl, and it kind of um, amplifies I've done that, amplifies and it feels it. ghetto. It makes me feel
1: like a weird, crazy person. Why am I putting my phone in this metal bowl and listening to music? Like, like I'm not... Look around the room again. Like, Am I not crazy enough?
0: So my shout-out this episode is, is for Dirk's a podcast called vh us i nice. think it's really great um very cool uh, i think you should check it out nice. do you have a
1: shout out or a shut up for um, me? well i'd like to tell dirk to shut up i'm just kidding <laughs> can i cancel out your shout out with a shut up that's messed up no. no i like dirk i would never mm-hmm. do that but um shout out or a shut up um, something that bothers you
0: in in the world today, or uh, I don't know if they're hell angels,
1: but motorcycle gang like with groups traveling around with they're super loud. Like you hear them from here, you can hear them on the highway. Just like, just like, uh, I hate shut them. up, shut up the motorcycles and cars too. Like souping up your car so that it sounds hell aloud. It's obnoxious. Yeah. What does that do? Does it make the car faster?
0: I don't know. No, it doesn't. It's, it's just, just disruptive. makes you louder.
1: Yeah. If you ever Anybody here Or see Any of these uh, Super loud Obnoxious machines That somebody's put together Stick a banana In that tailpipe For me Does just, that work? Just I don't know It was on that one movie 48 Beverly hours Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah. Or was it Beverly 40... Hills Cop? I can't remember No it was Beverly Hills Cop right It was? Yeah Eddie Murphy For sure I hope it does something Terrible to them <laughs> I hate that I hate that Being woken up by it All of it Alright Why can't we pad The inside of garbage trucks? Like why does really like does it have to be metal on metal? I feel like they could make this whole process quieter. Like if you got like a bunch of those mats that you bought? Yeah. Or or old mattresses. They're doing nothing with old mattresses, right? Just line the garbage trucks with old mattresses. How long does that last? Those mattresses get funky. I don't know. How do you clean that? The garbage truck smells pretty bad already. I think <laughs> what are you you're concerned about the smell of the mattresses? I don't know. You can freeze the mattresses every day. Garbage it's trucks, it's two for one. You solve that. Solve that garbage truck smell. It's smell. It was a smell problem. And the and the noise. You heard it here first, folks. I don't like loud noises. Thank you, Walter. <laughs> Thank it's you. John. Good night. It's John.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to gluten is not your problem at gmail.com.